There we go. Hello, all. Welcome to this week's episode of Magically Mundane. I have a very special guest with here with us this week. Quite, uh, come on on. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> um, I'm so excited to have you this episode. Quite is a hypnotist, a all-around spiritual badass, and he's been walking this journey for quite some time now. Uh, <laughs> tell us a bit about yourself. Thank you. Um, so, yes, I am a certified hypnotist. I have been certified in the art of hypnotism for, about, well, by the time this release, it will be a year. I have also been on my spiritual journey for over seven years now, um, learning about myself, learning about but the inner workings of how things work around me and the things that I influence as well. And um, I'm also an intuitive healer. And I do come from a background of other magical um, family members. But I'm here now. <laughs> so as a hypnotist or um, as someone who uh, works with the mind, what does a session with you uh, generally look like? How does that go? A session generally with me first starts with me getting to know why the client is trying to use hypnotism to understand their inner subconscious. Um, so after I understand what they're trying to do, I do guide them into a meditation to pretty much be present right here in the right and right now. Um, after that, I pretty much guide them into feeling their emotions, understanding what their emotions are telling them when they have these experiences and when they are reliving those experiences in their subconscious mind, I'm helping them visualize and sense, their th sense the things that are going on around them at that time when they first or when they last had these experiences happening with them. Wow, okay. Um... So for those listening um, who don't uh, may not understand it quite exactly what hypnotism is, or they may have like some uh, pre pre beliefs about hypnotism. So you've kind of explained what hypnotism is in a sense, but what isn't hypnotism? Like what are some of the stereotypes that usually go along with your profession? Like, have you heard anyone ever have like any stereotypes against what you do? Yes. So first, hypnotism is not mind control. It's pretty much having you observe your thoughts and your subconscious um, feelings and thoughts uh, because your body stores memories of trauma and other experiences within your body. And what I do is I help people understand where that, is, where that feeling is stored up in their body. And also I help them understand how to resolve it. Another stereotype of hypnotism would pretty much be either someone swinging a clock in front of your face. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like the that's like the golden ticket for a stereotype of hypnotism. Um, I would say that has been done that has been used in the past. However, I was not taught to do that, and you don't, and that does not have to be something that needs to be done for hypnotism. Um, so Another thing. Um, um, okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just laughing because so it's not like the person uh, that was told to go into a deep trance and become a chicken. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so now the thing is uh, with hypnotism, um, when someone is under a trance of of hypnotism or an altered state of of 
an altered state of mind, they are more susceptible to suggestions. And when they are susceptible to suggestions, I'm able to suggest things to them. Some things can be such as, you know, uh, bark like a chicken or bark like, or bark like a dog or something like that. But honestly, that's only for the show, like for to show that you are able to pretend to be something that I'm suggesting to you. It's not necessarily I'm making you do it. Now, if, if, I'm, if you're under hypnosis with me and you want to become more self-confident or more brave about something, of course, while under hypnotism, I can suggest that you will be more brave or have more confidence in this area of your life. And you'll also be able to understand why you are not having that confidence of what of during that during that situation. Are you still there? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm here. Okay, so that's that's okay. So since we're dealing with like a uh, suggestion, and you're talking about dealing with like the uh, the inner self. Uh, it it kind of sounds very similar uh, to shadow work. Is it a type of shadow work? I would say yes, from from my understanding, uh, because some most of the times when you're dealing with things from the past, you have to face those things as someone who's trying to heal and become more enlightened on the journey of what you're trying to do. So definitely, um, with with clients, you do have tears. Um, because they're facing things that they never thought they had to face again, or they've forgotten memories or forgotten these experiences that pretty much caused them to act in a way to move forward in a negative connotation of how life is, how they perceive things. So it's definitely a, a form of shadow work because it goes deeper into those dark places of your mind where you are able to help shine the light and understand something that you know now that you wish you've known back then. It's, it's amazing to me. What stood out to me in that statement just then was how you were talking about, um, you know, looking in yourself and seeing those things that kind of made you who you are today. Um, the reason I say that is because one of my favorite quotes um, comes from Felicia Rashad. She said this, um, she was talking about the uh, affirmations that her mother taught her growing up as a child. Mm -hmm. And she said that one of those affirmations were, oh my God, I love this one. It's, get your pen out, people. Uh, it's, this one's called, the inner form defines the outer reality. Mm. And that's so deep to me because a lot of times, you know, what we have inside of us, um, the trauma, the good things, all of that, defines how we see the world. Definitely. You know, it it, it kind of goes back to like the people who see, you know, the glass half full or half empty. Well, considering, you know, where they got that glass from, <laughs> or, you know, considering how they were raised, you know, what shaped them, everyone's going to give you a different answer mm -hmm. uh, on their own, their own internal uh, landscape. So um, speaking about, uh, you know, the inner form making the outer reality, um, can we also say that hypnotism can also help you manifest things? Definitely. So a lot of people like to try and manifest money, manifest wealth and things like that. So with hypnotism, you also have to understand what is it that's causing you to not um, understand why you're losing out, losing out on money or 
or things like that. So with hypnotism, um, especially when I've done it for myself, I want to be able to visualize myself being somewhere um, like living in the mansions, having money that I don't have to worry about, you know, checking my bank account to see if some bill took out my last bit of change or whatever. So when you are able to use hypnosis for a manifestation, you also have to visualize and imagine yourself being someplace or doing something that, you know, is beyond your wildest dreams. Um, visualizing yourself living in a mansion, living a lavish lifestyle. Uh, and then once you imagine that, you can also feel it. And then once you also start to feel it with your emotions and feel it around you, um, even if you just have to pretend to pretend to do it in the in the in the real world, you will also feel the wealth around you almost like it's sitting in the, in the ether. And then that's when you will have ideas come to you that will be like multi-million dollar ideas or become ideas where or where you want to do something for finding love. Those ideals will come to you because you're already imagining imagining it and placing that seed in your mind. And then every day you're kind of watering that seed to become that full flower that you want it to be in your final manifestation. And then once you're at the final stage of conquering those limits to beliefs and conquering those ideas that kind of scare you from doing those things, then and only then will your manifestation actually come out to the forefront. Wow, that's deep. Um, I would really like to add on to that. You know, this... Um, this for the people who are like energy workers, whether you call yourself a witch or not, when you're casting or if when you're channeling um, energy towards a certain objective, um, say for instance, uh, he mentioned, you know, money. Um, when you're casting or whatever you want to call it, um, you have to put yourself at the end goal. Like you have to put yourself at the end of what you're trying to manifest. Mm -hmm. So like, you can't cast that spell without feeling the richness. You know, you, you, you have to kind of like visualize yourself on the outside of your objective. It helps uh, target your intention. It helps target uh, your will. You know, it, 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 it kind of, it's like pulling back a, a bow and arrow and aiming it at your target because you're feeling and you're visualizing what you want to happen in that moment while you're casting. And it sounds very similar to that. Um, there's a book going around um, uh, that witches have been ranting and raving about. It's called The Psychic Witch by Matt Oren. Mm. And in this book, he talks about, um, you know, changing or reaching altered states of consciousness um, to achieve your magical working. So visualizing something and being able to focus in on what it is that you want is a very, very, very powerful tool when manifesting things. You have to be able to see it in your mind's eye, smell it, uh, what does it taste like? Invoke all five of your senses into what it is that you're trying to uh, manifest out there. Because, you know, that's why I love so much the saying, as above, so below. Um, when you're thinking about these things, you're, you're, you're materializing these things. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really interesting, the similarities between, you know, hypnosis 
and what it is that we do um, as uh, energy workers, because this is, that's, wow. Like my mind's just, huh. <laughs> oh my God, it's, it's one big circle. Like it's literally just one big circle. Yes, everything's connected. Everything is connected. On the cosmic web of things, we are all connected in some way, shape, form, or fashion. That's why I really believe there's truth in like all religions. That's, that's just me. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a little bit of truth here, a little bit of truth here everyone's able to say a piece of the picture, but no one's able to say the full picture. Exactly. Um, that's how I feel personally. Um, so when you say unlocking potential inside of someone, um, what all does that mean for you? So for me, personally for me, my potential is using all of my talents to to do what I need to do when it comes to gaining my wealth and doing things for myself and my family. So when I pretty much hypnotize myself to utilize every talent, I already knew that I was an actor and, you know, I could sing and dance a little bit, but I only do it for goofiness. But now it's like, why not just do it as myself for my, my business? So when I unlock my own potential, I unlock myself on how to um, do my perfect my art designing and graphic designing. I kind of always had like a little desire for art um, for graphic designing, but I never went to school for it. However, I'm doing all of my graphic design for myself, and I kind of have just started a small side business on doing it for other people and other uh, businesses. Um, I do my own marketing for my for my business. I am my own mascot, which is a genie, which I imagined myself as being something that could, you know, be someone who was still learning about the world that we're living in and, and helping people achieve their deepest desires. Um, I've also am able to do other things such as dancing. Well, I mean, I can dance as a genie, but, you know, you know I will, you know, unlock every potential that I have or unlock every talent that I have to do what I need to do. When it comes to other people, some people are just afraid to do certain things. Um, so when it comes to unlocking the potential to be, not be afraid of doing things, I have, I have them imagine if they don't um, conquer the fear of that, how would their life be? If they don't conquer this fear or that fear and starts to increase and manifest even further, well, how would it paralyze them? And then imagine that life, if they don't have that fear, how would they be liberated from what they're trying to achieve? Um, all things like that, if you could uh, just figure out what you are trying to do in life and what is stopping you, hypnosis can definitely help you with understanding those emotions within the body to unlock that potential that is so deep within you. Wow. I swear, just listening to you talk, I have like, I, I am a human Rolodex of, uh, of quotes uh <laughs> like literally um having no fear is such a freeing thing you know like mm -hmm. fear hinders so much of what we want to do in life um nina simone um who's a performer a, a black female performer um an activist she said one time during an interview she said you want to know what's freedom and she leaned forward towards the interviewer and she said, no fear, mm -hmm. no fear. And the conviction she had in her voice and just the chills that came on me when she said that, because it was like, 
she just dropped a huge pearl of wisdom. And it sounds so simple, mm-hmm. but we let fear dictate everything in our lives. Yes. Fear of being lonely. So you put up with certain things and relationships. Uh, fear of, of, of not being enough. So you don't even audition for that part because you're standing out there in the hallway and you're hearing someone else belt it out. And so mm-hmm. you leave the audition completely. Mm-hmm. Fear of yourself because you've been told your whole life that you are just a broken thing when in actuality, you aren't broken. Right. You aren't a broken thing, but you've been told this so often to where it does suggest to your soul and your subconscious mind that you are just this horrible thing when in truth, you're not, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, having no fear is a very powerful tool and doing anything um, in this life. Um, so besides, you know, the, the, the roadblock of fear that we all deal with because we're human, um, what, if, if you can, what's another hindrance that you believe or do you see when you work with a client besides fear? Other than fear, I would say things from the past that are traumatic, such as, um, we call them limited beliefs and fear is one of those things it could be um anger it could be um i'm trying to think uh anything that pretty much stops you from doing things um you could be sad about something and you just you just want to hold on to that sadness and you want to keep carrying that around but honestly you know you're scared to let go of that because it's been your comfort for so long but you're you're, you don't want to see what it is to not have it anymore. Things like that are very, um, very traumatic for people. Um, some people just are so comfortable with where they are and they, don't, and they don't imagine themselves being anywhere else. It's funny you say the word imagine a lot. And, you know, as children, we're always told, you know, get your head out the clouds. Mm-hmm. Stop imagining. Mm-hmm. And I- of us, um, a lot of our magical power, or just our power, we mm-hmm. lose a lot of power as children because at one point, all of all of us believed we could be a superhero. At one point, all of us believed, you know, um, in magic. At one point, all of us believed in the mysticism of life. You know, Santa Claus that there's actually a person out there who just gives. <laughs> gives uh, things away for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we believed in the Easter Bunny. We believed um, in the things that we could not see. We had faith, mm-hmm. faith um, to do anything. But someone along the way told us, get your head out the clouds, come on down. That's not what life is. And, that's, and, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, and that's where school comes in. <laughs> right, they tell you that, they tell you these things and they're just destroying your power from a very young age when life can be whatever you want it to be, mm-hmm. all you have to do is just think about it. Just think about it. Visualize it. You know, mm-hmm. um, we know with my own journey, there's a lot of times, you know, when I'm laying down in bed at night and I'm picturing myself where I want to be. And it just kind of wraps me in a blanket of warmth and it makes me feel content. And I'm able to get better sleep at night because I'm visualizing, you mm-hmm. know, 
I'm visualizing my, my, my space where I want to operate in. And if you're listening out there, I hope you can, you know, use that tool of imagination to picture yourself out of the circumstance that you're in right now, no matter what that may be. Because here in this space, I want everyone to realize that life truly is what you make it and that no matter where you are right now, you can picture yourself and not just picture yourself because we put, we're talking about, you know, the imagination, Mm -hmm. but you also have to put work towards your goal, of course. Right. So, you know, as that old church saying goes, as we coming from Louisiana, the deep South, uh, (laughs) we say something along the lines of faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) With a little country twang, you have to have the faith and the imagination, but also putting the work in um, behind that goal as well. Oh my gosh. Speaking of all of this, you know, we, you know, me and you always could get deep down the rabbit hole. Oh yeah. (laughs) We get so deep down the rabbit hole. Um. (laughs) Now, now if you think about Disney, um, Disney is really big on using imagination. Um, Even though, you know, they have their, well, Walt Disney has his, his part in things that he does, but they have imagineers and these people come together they think about and they imagine what could be the next biggest this disney ride that is completely can blow people's minds away and disney disney has almost some of the most state-of-the-art rides around the world and their team of engineers are called imagineers so if you are told not to use your imagination but when you go to disney world where your imagination or imagination runs free and taking all your money, you got to think about it. Like, how can my my imagination make this much money? You know, you got to think about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's all around you. It's it's everywhere. And like I said earlier, when you plant a seed in your imagination and just keep having it water with things, keep watering it and taking care of it like a plant, of course, it's going to blossom into something beautiful. But if you don't, it's going to die and possibly even grow weeds around it. And that's what I call limits of beliefs. Oh, that imagery. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It will grow weeds around it. And that beautiful imagination can turn into a nightmare Yes. for your eyes. Tending to the imagination. Oh, my gosh. That, that's a whole segment in itself. Tending to the <laughs> Watering the dream. Watering the imagination. Yeah, um, I like watering the dream. <laughs> watering the dream. Did we just come up with something? We did. I think we did. We about to copyright that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we about to <laughs> watering the dream. That's amazing. All right, guys. Uh, we had to collect ourselves after laughing our heads off about watering the dream. Um, yes, that was good stuff, wasn't it? Completely. Completely and utterly. It's, it's marvelous. Brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Um, so besides uh, just watering the dream, we're talking about watering the dream uh, uh, last time. Uh, whew, come back down. Oh my <laughs> um, so for a session with you, um, how many times uh, would you recommend someone uh, would come in for hypnotherapy or hypnosis uh it must vary yes they do vary so 
when it comes to things such as like unlocking your potential or just going deeper into um, learning your subconscious uh, with um, past life regression or or something like that, that I would just require three sessions for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have something where you really want to get deep down into change things when it comes to manifesting to the outside of your body, such as losing weight, stop smoking, or anything such as that, then I would definitely do six sessions and possibly even uh, carry on after that if possible. But really, all you really would need is those six sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, so three to three to six sessions are my are my standards. That's interesting. So mm-hmm. talking about this, you know, it's it's not it's not the same as going to like a cognitive therapist. No, so. From my understanding, when you go to a, a therapist, um, a cognitive therapist, you're actually looking at them and you're talking about things or you're probably laying on a couch looking at the ceiling. <laughs> so with uh, with hypnotherapy, you're actually in a state of relaxation. The only thing that you see and hear, well, you hear my voice and the music that is in the room, but you're focused on just everything in your subconscious. So your eyes are closed, you're completely relaxed, and you're listening to the sound of my voice um, carrying you into a deeper state of um, hypnosis or an altered state of um, trance. You have no other choice but to focus on what's coming to your mind, what images are coming across your mind, your mind's eye, and the the senses that I have you pay attention to while you are experiencing these moments that you had in the past or even imagining yourself in the future. Hmm. Okay, so it sounds it sounds more hands onzy than just telling someone the problem. Yes, it's okay. more it more it's more in depth, more, okay. and um, sometimes even with my sessions, I allow my clients to pretty much have a conversation with their younger self of them of themselves. So imagine yourself right now with all the knowledge that you have giving that knowledge to your five-year-old self before he was about to deal with something that you know could, that changed your life hmm okay okay um so since you are kind of it seems to me like it's more uh like you're trying to unlock well, you said unlock. What's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of because I know when, in therapy, when I went to therapy, it was more so me just telling them, you know, what I've been through and then suggesting to me um, what they think I should do. But mm-hmm. I really felt like that was that personable for me. Like it, it didn't really it didn't really for me. It wasn't as personable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just someone suggesting to me what um, I should do. And it sounds like for you, it's more like you're telling someone to go inside of themselves and find the answer there. Because I've heard a lot of uh, spiritual people say, you know, that, you know, the answer to everything that you ever need um, is within yourself. Do you uh, subscribe to that school of thought? Yes, I I believe that. And also um, I'm not big on, you know, religion. But definitely, even when it comes to how, how well, at least how I perceived it, when uh, Jesus taught um, his teachings, he always said pretty much um, 
I am the truth, the way, and the light. And he's talking about not just himself as a person, but him as himself as being the answer for everything within him. Also, he, and he said that, you know, pretty, well, pretty much that that be the, the message that he taught to everyone else, that the message is really, the, the answer is really within yourself. Um, seek yourself within um, to understand how to conquer these these battles that you're going to be facing in life and um i would say that during meditation for myself definitely when i try and imagine myself a future a future me i get those answers or those images of where i could be it's as if that that person who i created in my future subconscious is telling me what ideas to have or what things to do to in order to get to that level in my life um even when it comes to trying to help other people with their uh with their with their traumas or issues uh, have them as the person that they are now go back to those moments and understand that you had you done you had to deal with this so give yourself a message back then and understand or understand what to do moving forward in life because i'm not I'm not suggesting anything that that forces you to move forward in doing something. I'm only suggesting things that you that are pretty much planting seeds in your mind and your subconscious to help you conquer those battles that you need to get through. Um, for example, even I had a client that um, had to speak with his grandmother because he was not he never he never he never felt safe or secure, and he's been going through a relationship that pretty much. Had, had hindered hindered his safety and he couldn't trust his partner completely and so as he, he as he was going through his sessions i was having, having him tell me everything he's visualizing everything he's seeing everything he's feeling and a few times his grandmother came up in those in those regressions and these regressions are different periods through his life but his grandmother came up a, quite a few times and so he was also struggling to um get become open to to the hypnosis as well. So I had him focus on happier thoughts and his grandmother came up a lot more. And that's when he started to, cr started to cry. It got really emotional for him. Mm -hmm. And I just suggested to him like, would you like to talk to your grandmother, grandmother now? He said, yes. And I suggested a beautiful place for them to be, a nice garden. And I suggested that she's right across that bridge and she's gonna come over to come talk to you. And next thing you know, he's having a full conversation with his grandmother right there in his, in his chair and going back and forth between because I was telling him, now be a grandmother. What would your grandmother say to you? He said those words. And that's when the tears really started falling. And for me, that was a beautiful, beautiful thing. And the only thing I was doing was suggesting, um, you know, certain places and things that, you know, could happen. Everything else came from within him because that was his that was his subconscious and that was the spirit that he felt that he needed to connect with to help him move forward to become more secure wow um that's very powerful um you mentioned um we were talking about you know um everything is within you you know the i am um it actually uh kind of i feel kind of pairs back to you know with the very first episode um that i did it was talking about to know thyself Mm -hmm. And I find uh, knowing thyself is such a layered statement. Like there's so many different meanings inside of know thyself. Mm -hmm. And 
knowing thyself, I had mentioned, um, it's also understanding, um, you know, even the dark places within yourself, um, because that's where you can find uh, the light once you've, once you've uh, dwelled down deep enough. Um, wow, once again, all of this good stuff is all connected. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so to wrap us up for this episode, I have a treat for my listeners. Krite is going to go through uh, a technique that he uses um, on clients sometimes. And he's posted this um, on uh, his social media page on TikTok, I do believe. Um, he has a lot of stuff there. I'll have to link his uh TikTok somewhere so you guys can see it either on the Facebook or the Instagram page. Um, but he's going to go through an exercise. Um, so if you're uh, able to pause and get yourself in a nice space to just sit down and, um, you know, just focus on what he's saying, or if you're going to pause and come back for later, do that. Um, but Krite, uh, I'm going to give you a little, a little downbeat and let you go ahead and, um, uh, Start that exercise with the people. Okay, thank you. Let's let me know when you're ready. All right. All right, you can go ahead and uh, start with them. Okay. So your reality is as limited as your imagination. While using your imagination, imagine even as an adult, create a character that aligns with your desires and aspirations. Visualize and become this character and live life with curiosity, appreciation, gratitude, and love. Once you have done that, walk around thinking like your character, who you are, what your purpose is, and why you have come to this world. Before you know it, the universe will send you signs and people that align with your imagination. And I'd like to leave you off on this one note here. Hypnosis is a form of healing art. The healing starts within the imagination of our minds. Our words carry frequencies that vibrate throughout our physical bodies, allowing hypnotic music to heal every listening soul. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for coming and listening to this episode of Magically Mundane. It's been great to have you with us, Kute, and we will definitely be having you back for future episodes to talk about some other stuff. Thank you. I really appreciate this, and I look forward to building something great with you. If you really enjoyed today's podcast, please hit the follow button. Turn those notifications on. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Have a wonderful week. And remember, always add a little magic to your life.